This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. We're reading from the book of Genesis. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called the man and said to him, Where are you? I heard this. Sorry. <laughs> I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I have commanded you not to eat? The woman whom you gave to me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between your between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will surely uh, multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And the Lord God made for Adam the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothed them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All rise, please. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Lord be with you. And also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and arrayed him in arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews! and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom, so they he said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, to see who shall who, who it shall be, whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture, which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord, the Lord, the Lord, Lord. Be seated, please. So good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Before we begin, I, I want to kind of explain... Um, what's going on here uh, as far as our service goes. 
our services have been closed to the public uh, due to the, uh, the coronavirus uh, that is spreading through the world um, in an effort to curb that spread in our uh, local neighborhoods and whatnot. Um, uh, most of the churches in the city have either closed their doors uh, for private services and suggested that people pray at home, or they can also watch them on uh, live on streaming. Already falling asleep on me. I can't no, believe it. No, no, no. Tim is here um, to help me. Uh, uh, so at least I'm not alone up here, which could be a real disaster. No, I'm just kidding. But um, pray for all these people with the coronavirus, for all of us who are dealing with it, for the entire world. Uh, this is a serious matter, and a lot of people are going to lose their lives. And uh, these taking precautions like this, washing your hands, you know, making sure that you, when you use a tissue, you throw it away. Making sure you don't touch your face all the time, especially after handling anything else. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Okay. We've got, we can slow this thing down and less people will get sick and less people will die. Yeah. And I like to have my church back. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Did I already say good afternoon? Yes, say it again. Good afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> How things have changed. Naked once meant innocent, selfless, and perfect. The man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Moses records at the end of Genesis 2. Different from guilt, shame includes an unhealthy preoccupation with oneself. That Adam and his wife were unashamed, though they were naked, makes, makes sense. Because they didn't have that level of self-awareness that comes from sinful, selfish, navel-gazing. <laughs> And as soon as they sinned, their eyes were opened to a new reality. Sure, they knew good and evil, knowledge their creator had withheld purely for their good, but now they see that they are naked, exposed, and vulnerable. And when their eyes incline toward themselves for the first time, they are ashamed. Look at me, Adam thinks. Look at me, his wife muses. But each is too preoccupied with him or herself to notice the nakedness of the other. Now, sin does exactly that. It curves our gaze in on ourselves. What could they do? Hide themselves, they hoped. Fig leaves hastily stitched together before their flight, their flight into the garden away from their creator were their garments of choice. But fig leaves cannot hide sin and guilt. So after God exposes the pair and their ashamed hiding elicits their acknowledgement, though not their confession, of their sins and doles out the curses to the two and the serpent, he then upgrades their wardrobe from bloodless fig leaves to garments made from skin. And so they learn quickly that God was not wrong in threatening death at the moment that they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He mercifully stayed their executions by shedding the blood of whatever innocent animal this was from which he took the skin to cover the sin and shame of the man and woman. Their nakedness, <clears throat> excuse me, their nakedness would be covered at the cost of an even deeper nakedness for what could be more exposed than an animal stripped of its skin. And so the first death, the first bloodshed, happened at the hands of the Creator Himself. To grant to these rebels the luxury of hiding their shame behind the innocence of another creature. 
though you're not want to admit it. This is the true nature of sin. You want to hide it behind pious, seeming fig leaves, but these won't do. No matter what you do to delete your browsing history, you cannot hide your shame or obscure your guilt from the eyes of an all-knowing God. No matter how you try to couch your gossip in thinly veiled requests to pray for her, those words remain reputation damaging, slander against your neighbor, and render you guilty before a holy God. Even if you call it just getting what's rightfully yours, it's still greed. Excuses why you can't make it to the week after week Sunday afternoon church service don't allow you to receive the gifts God delivers there. And they can't hide your sin. That everyone else does it is a flimsy fig, fig leaf. <laughs> Repent of these and all other fig leaf attempts to hide your sin and trick yourself into thinking you're blameless. Sin can only be covered with skin. Sin can only be covered with skin. No one knows what that animal was in the garden from which the Creator peeled its innocent hide in order to hide the exposed and vulnerable parts of Adam and his wife. But given the way in which immature bovine offspring are often selected to be sacrifices on Passover, in the tabernacle, in the temple, it's not unreasonable to suspect that the first animal to die, flayed to stave off death for mankind, was a lamb. Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. John the Baptist declared of Jesus in John 1, 29, Behold the fulfillment of, of every lamb with its throat slit to render it a sacrifice in the temple. Behold the fulfillment of every Passover lamb roasted and completely consumed the night before God brought his people out of slavery. Behold the lamb who is not actually a lamb but a man. Behold God with skin. Behold the man scourged by the Roman soldiers with their evil flagrum designed to shed the skin from the back of the whipped one, tearing away flesh so deep that the internal organs are nearly exposed. Behold the man on whose head the soldiers pressed the crown of woven thorns to ridicule him as a madman with his belief in being king. Behold the man on whom they draped a soldier's dirty purple robe to intensify the jest. Behold the man whom Pilate brought forth to say, this is no king. Here is God with skin clothed in the mockery of sinful men. Behold the man when, when he was nailed to the cross, was stripped naked. Behold the man whose clothes the soldiers divided amongst themselves. Behold the man for whose seamless tunic the godless gambled. Behold the man, God, with skin, whose skin is shamefully exposed for all passerby to mock. Behold the naked God. Behold the man who will bear your sin and shame. 
Behold the man who will suffer in your place. Behold the man whose nakedness answers for Adam's. Behold the man naked and unashamed with nothing to hide, with no sin of his own to garb in raiment and rationalization. Behold the man stripped bare to bear your own sins. All of them. The ones you try to hide and obscure. The ones you pretend are not there. The ones that cause you the greatest shame. All of them hang there on the cross with this man, with this God, Jesus, naked and dying for you. Behold the man, stripped naked, so he might clothe you in new skin. Behold the man who will hide your sin with his own righteousness. Behold the man who gives you himself to wear. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Behold the man in whose washing of holy baptism you are clothed in the incomparable perfection of his own righteousness. Behold the man who covers your sin with his own skin. Wear his raiment. Wear him. Your sin is gone. Your shame removed. Your guilt dissipated. Behold the man. Amen. A bishop a day keeps the devil away. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. All right. For those of you here, Tim, be seated. Before we go on to announcements, I, I just... Thank you all for your patience. Um, it was just him and I here tonight, or this afternoon, and um, it's been a little trying um, uh, and, and different to have the doors locked for our service. So we appreciate everybody's patience, and I hope that uh, you can uh, get the full feeling of the service through your YouTube channel or, or through uh, watching our, our podcast. Okay? All right. I, I thank you all for your patience. Um, it's this is important, and I know it's frustrating, but it'll be over soon, God willing. All right. So now it's time for the everybody's favorite part of the service. There's a line. And I think we'll be the weekly announcements, don't you think? No. Okay. Well, it's hard playing to an empty audience. It really yeah, is. I bet. All right. Let's move along. All right. Request for prayer. Pray at DallasULC.com. Pray at DallasULC.com. That's an email address. All you have to do is send us an email. You can choose your name or not. Remain anonymous. You can choose to remain anonymous or give us your name. We pray every day here at Dallas, Dallas Universal Life Church. You can ask that we pray for you during our daily prayers. Or you can ask that the your your prayer request be made uh, on Sunday, uh, which right now would just be like our daily prayers because it's just us here. <laughs> Hopefully not for long. Uh, but uh, uh, during our prayers and intercession, we would like, be glad to do those as well. So just... Go to pray at lclc.com and send us an email. We'll be glad to help you out. All right. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. You got one of those? You need one of these. Feedback at dallasvlc.com. That's an email address. If you have a concern, a compliment, a, 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 a suggestion, or a complaint, so I got that out of order that time. All you have to do is send us an email. Feedback at dallasvlc.com. Pretty self-explanatory, folks. 
Mark, you know we have a podcast? Now, you can't do that. <laughs> you cannot do that. That's my line. Your line is, no, really? Try again. Hey, did you know we had a podcast? No, you don't say yeah, that. Yeah, we do. You can believe a podcast. I can't believe it. I know it. It's that simple. All right. Yeah, we do have a podcast. And I'm very proud of this podcast. It's doing well. Um, please check it out if you haven't. Um, it's, it is, I say it every week. It's different listening to the podcast and it is being here in the service or even watching us on YouTube or anywhere else. It's just different. Just try it out, please. Let us know what you think. Um, you can get to our podcast by simply going to your search engine and typing your path with Bishop Mark. Sorry. I'm sorry? That's okay. okay. Your path with Bishop Mark or you go to one of these wonderful providers here. Anchor, Pocket Cast, Overcast, CastBox, Breaker, Spotify, Podbean, um, Google Podcast, uh, TuneIn, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. I think I got everyone and did yeah, repeat it too. I think I did well on that. There they are, guys. That's just some of them. I'm sure there's more of them out there with, uh, with us uh, being played there. And I appreciate every one of these guys out here because they they do all of that for free. They, they put us out there for free. And, and we are getting our word out and this, this message of all-inclusive love with their help. So thank you to them. Okay. I believe you can make a difference, right? Yeah. yeah. You can make a difference. I don't have a lot of money. Um, most of us don't, uh, especially huh, with the stock market crashing like it's been doing. Lord help us. Um, but you can give of yourself to our church. Uh, you can volunteer. It's a great way to get to know the people here. It's a great way to kind of get involved and, and get your foot in the door. Come by. Come see us uh, after we reopen. Um, all you have to do is sign up with me, obviously, after we reopen. Or you can go to our website. Is it not on there? It should oh, uh, yeah. you a click what it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. If it's going to go to the next one or not. I think it's going to go to the next one, but that's okay. I think, yeah, it is. Okay. You go to com, and on that page, there is a volunteer button. Hit that button, and it'll tell you our open positions. Don't limit yourself to that. If you have a, if you want to come volunteer, we'll find something for you to do, and we'll use your talents. So don't just, don't say that that's all we need. We need any, all the help we can get, okay? com. All right. Another way to make a difference is for those who have a little more uh, change in the pockets. Um, Good old hard cash pays the bills. And without you, without your support, we can't keep these doors open. And I know it's a tough time right now. I know the coronavirus is hurting a lot of people. And I know it's, it's putting a lot of people out of work. And it's doing the same to us. It's hurting us. Uh, we're not able to have a, a, a service right now when we have the service but we aren't able to have a congregation um, we've asked that our congregants that do come to, to Sunday service tithe through our website dallasulc.com where there's a giving page and they can uh, offer their tithings there we also are asking, asking our regular congregants and anybody else out there to please consider making an extra donation to Dallas Universal Life Church so that we can pass on that help to the rest of our community who a lot are suffering because of this horrible outbreak that's spanning across our world. Um, that's what we're here for. That's, this is the time when we can step up. This is the time that you can step up. And uh, the best way I can put it is just put your money where your mouth is. You know, you want to help? Here's how you help. You come and volunteer or you send us some money so we can, we can get out there and help those people. Yeah. Okay? We need your help. And uh, no more desperately than we do right now. So, to do that, um, simply go to Dallas uh, DallasULC.com, DallasULC.com, uh, and click on the giving button. It will take you to a page where you can securely 
uh, maker transactions and help us help others. Hey, we made it through. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you folks. <laughs> Doesn't go. Stay there. You guys say you guys are the last song. We're, we're, we're running around doing everybody's job with two of us. I mean, I've done it by myself. I have. It's, it's not a lot of fun. Um, I like having a congregation here, and I, I pray that this ends soon so we can get some more people back in here.